I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me, your ticket to some of the hottest shows by award-winning writers. We're back with part two of Serving Elizabeth by Marcia Johnson. Here's a quick recap of part one. It's 1952 in Kenya, and Mercy, a struggling restaurant owner, and her daughter are invited to cook for an upcoming visit from some very important guests. Word of Mercy's culinary expertise has spread, and a mysterious white tourist arrives at the establishment with a lucrative request for her to prepare a meal for some high-profile secret visitors that will only be revealed once she agrees to the job. This is part two of Serving Elizabeth by Marcia Johnson. Sorry to keep you waiting, Talbot. Not at all. Where were we? The governor? Oh, yes. Sir Philip Ewan Mitchell. Well done. His Christian name is easy enough to remember. Philip. His wife wouldn't be called Elizabeth, would she? (laughs) Quite amusing, Mum. But no, her name is Mary Catherine. Named after two queens. Likes to be called Katie. Katie? How long has Philip Ewan Mitchell been governor of the Kenya colony? Since 1945. 44. 44. Yes, I knew that. Well done, Mum. He will greet you on the airfield along with the RAF Guard of Honour and approximately 400 tribal chiefs. My word. Apparently it will take days for some of those chiefs to walk there. Well, I hope that they will all think that I was worth it. Of course they will. After the greeting, you will be directed to a dais to make your first speech. You already gave it to me. An addition has been made. Oh, I see it. Nairobi was a savage place, the home of wild animals and uninhabited except for the occasional band of nomadic herdsmen. Now it is a modern, vibrant city. Yes, that's it. Hmm. Problem? No, it's very good. I can't help but wonder about the timing of this trip, though. Mum. Kenya is so very far away. May I remind you that you and the Duke are going in order to avoid cancelling a royal visit altogether? Surely we can postpone. Only for a month or two. The Kenyan people were so looking forward to seeing the King. 
but I dare say they are even more excited that you and the Duke are going instead. You're just saying that. They gave you an extraordinary amount of wedding gifts. To cancel on them now... How many gifts? In excess of 2,500. My word! Including the Royal Lodge in Nieri. Looks lovely. Did you visit it? I did, Mum, and it is indeed lovely. Maybe we can put off Australia and New Zealand? Mum. Or Ceylon? Ceylon hasn't had a royal visit in over 50 years. Oh. I am not only thinking of myself. Yes, I'm sure that you will miss your children. They will be in good hands. But the Duke was so looking forward to going back to Malta. Yes, that part is disappointing. I do wish that we could all go together, Papa included. I am afraid that it would be quite impossible for His Majesty to be on an airplane in his condition. The Queen, of course, will stay behind with him. Yes, naturally. Well, thank goodness for my husband. I was never more grateful for him than on our last trip. I was out of my depth. What do you mean? You are a sensation in Canada in the US. Not according to Time magazine. You were not meant to see that. Well, I did. Elizabeth is unlikely to match the tremendous personal success scored by her mother on her 1939 visit. An unfair comparison. They said I was stiff. And I missed Charles's birthday again. You seemed quite the natural by the end. Perfect training for this trip. Shall we continue? If we must. After your speech, you and the Duke will ride in an open car through the streets of Nairobi. Where we shall wave and smile. To the delight of thousands of people lining the route. Then, on to the children's hospital. I'm so glad that has been completed. You will meet a few of the healthier, mobile patients. Poor dears. Please remind me to pick up gifts for Charles and Anne. Something made by real African artisans? Oh, yes. Charles loves lions. And Princess Anne? Horses, of course. A toy zebra, perhaps. What would I do without you, Talbot? It's my pleasure, Your Highness. After the hospital, you will go on safari and stay at the treetops. Your quarters will be high above the savannah, with an ideal view of an elephant watering hole. This trip is growing on me, Talbot. Glad to hear it. Sir Philip has had this post since 44, and his lovely wife goes by the name of Katie. Splendid. Excellent. Time for tea. I must endeavour to not get caught up in conversation during our briefings. Oh dear, that does make me sound naughty. No, Your Highness, I would never say such a thing. Calm down, Talbot, I was only teasing. Shall we continue in half an hour? I was hoping that we could continue with the briefing while having our tea. Time is of the essence. Yes, well, all right then. Mum? Tea is served down the hall. Right. Yes, Mum. See you shortly. Can this really be happening? Believe me, I never thought that I would settle down with anyone. What makes me so special? Don't you know? I'm just an ordinary girl from Kansas. You may be from Kansas, but... Oh. Keep going. You may be from Kansas, but there is absolutely nothing ordinary about you. He takes her in his arms, and they gaze into each other's eyes before he envelops her in a passionate embrace. The music swells, they come out of the kiss, and... I'm ready to settle down if you are. 
You'd better believe it, Captain. He picks her up in his arms, the camera pans out, and in a drone shot, we see the sailboat lulling on the ocean while Christian carries Alex below deck. The end. Well, come on, Robin. It's the perfect rom-com. Typical, more like. Even better. You're aiming for typical? Yeah. I want to appeal to those doe-eyed girls who pick the movie on a first date. At least you know your demographic. Everyone else aims for 18 to 49-year-old males. 18 to 49-year-old white males. Whatever. And it's worth noting that studios won't give lead roles to black actors unless you state it in the script, and usually not even then. They can cast who they want. You really mean that? Whatever it takes to get it made. If you don't mind me saying... What? This reminds me of your obsession with the royal family. (laughs) I wouldn't say that I'm obsessed. Well, I find it odd for someone from Kenya to be a fan of the monarchy. It runs in the family. My grandparents have a commemorative portrait in their front hall. Seriously? The royal couple put Niri on the map. And you say that without irony. What do you have against the royals? For one thing, I don't think that anyone's born better than anyone else. Well, yeah. And England has a lot to answer for when it comes to countries like Kenya. Yeah, but Kenya did get its independence. After fighting bloody rebellions to get out from under British rule. And then came one corrupt government after another. Are you saying that you preferred Kenya being a colony? Well, neither system's perfect. (laughs) That's the understatement of the century. Why are you mad at me? I'm not mad... Look, the monarchy is not a fairy tale. It's a relic that should have been dismantled centuries ago. But it's part of your heritage. So was the plague. England has changed. Ah, too much for some. Brexit's going to take it back to the good old days. (laughs) There's no way that people will vote to leave the EU. If you say so. One of the bloody lights coming back on. Server's still down, too. We're okay, right? Yeah. Really? I like that you don't talk to me like I'm a lowly intern. (laughs) If you couldn't tell, I'm not a fan of classism. I will rise up from my humble origins. Of course you will. Starting with sailing into love? Well... Is it commercial? Will it get my name out there and pay me enough money to make my own indie? I'll just get my tarot cards, shall I? (laughs) Robin... Your opinion means a lot to me. I can take it. Well, you asked for it. It's too many locations, logistical nightmare filming on the water, audiences will get confused with all the subplots, and it's way too short. I can make it longer. God, no. That bad? You said you could take it? Yeah, I did. What's the film you really want to make? Well, you won't believe me, but my whole life I've wanted to write about the royal visit to Niri. Have you started working on it? About three years ago. I wrote a scene as part of my application for school. As opposed to the two weeks it took you to write that rom-com. Well, how did you know? I can tell when a writer's thrown something together. But I followed the formula. Those films make tons of money. The ones that get made are just the tip of the iceberg. The vast majority go straight to the shredder. Your talents are wasted on this, Tia. Show me your Neary script. 
It's not ready. Ah, see? When it's something you actually have passion for, you take your time with it. You commit to it. That's what I want to read. Okay. Thanks, Robin. I'll probably enjoy it more than what Morris Gilder has come up with. I was hoping that I could read his version of The Visit, actually. For context? Here you go. Seriously? He dropped it off just before the power cut. Yes! I'll need you to retype it and email it to me as a PDF as soon as you can. We have the casting session this afternoon. Right. I can get started. You're the best. It's not so bad. Do you know where I might find a guy named Alex McNeil? I do, actually. Well, good. Can't wait to give him a piece of my mind. Why is that? He rejected my drawings. Doesn't have a clue what makes a good sailboat. Oh, well, my name is Alexandra. Pleased to meet you. Alexandra McNeil. Oh. And you must be Christian Ramsey. Guilty as charged. I know more about sailboats than you think. Have I lost myself a job? It doesn't look good. Let me plead my case. Over lunch. (laughs) I don't know. Any way you like. Well, all right. Christian. Call me Captain. Everybody does. I thinking? Dense fog. Day. Gradually, we see that it's not fog, but clouds. Sound effect. Plane engine. Fade to exterior. A plane emerges. You have to do it. Training is around the corner. I will tell Talbot the truth, that you forged my signature. But I could go to jail. Which is no less than you deserve. You don't mean that, Mama. Maybe you will finally learn that everything cannot always go your way. I don't think that way. Then why have bedrooms been reserved for both of us in the staff quarters? Well... I've never been to a fancy place like the Ghana. You will have to clean up this mess all by yourself. But as far as Mr. Talbot knows, you have agreed. I don't care. Then he'll think that you're another ignorant African who can't do business in the modern world. Damn you. We are not serving supper yet. I asked you to weigh it. You know this man? This is Montague. He works with Mr. Tarbot. Mrs. Nyanjuru, you need to come with me. Just because you work for the English, don't think you can tell me what to do. I'm sorry, Montague. This is my fault. Do not apologize for me. There is nothing to apologize for. Get out of my restaurant. Mama, calm down. Go home. We can't take advantage of Mrs. Otieno. I just spoke to Mrs. Otieno. What? How do you know her? She called to the telephone across the street. 
I'm sorry to say that your husband is in the hospital. Did he have another stroke? All I know is that it is very serious. He was doing so well. He will be all right, Mama. Help me take her to the car. Put the food in the icebox. It doesn't matter, Mama. And let it go to waste? I'll do it if you won't. No, I am going. Can I help you? Do you have a pen? Yes. Uh, that is your itinerary. People need to know that we are closed until further notice. I understand. If he dies, would Mr. Talbot hold me to my contract? There is no need to think about that right now. When I think of all the times I want you to be close enough to one of those English, to give them a piece of my mind, or to... To what? I wonder what Deran Kimachi would do if the princess was so close to him. That man is an enemy to the government. It would be my honor to help him take down the English. Mrs. Nanjuro. What? I will pretend I did not hear these things. Traitor. I am not a traitor. All right. Everything is put away. Thank you, dear. Mrs. Nanjuro. Thank you for the drive and the pen. Montague. Yes. I will get us there quickly. Ashley. Oh, can I do it again? I can be more posh. No need. You sounded just like her. Really? Really. I'll call your agent as soon as I know. Tia will show you out. And Tia? Yeah? Turn off your phone. Sorry. You were awesome. Let's hope so. I paid a dialect coach half a month's rent. What did you think? Yeah, I agree, she's the one. Gilda shouldn't have any complaints. I like her even better than the silly cow we cast in the first place. Are you ready? Yeah, we'll just bring them in one after the other. Sure. All right, moving on. See you tonight. Stephen Edison. Steve, hi. Nice to meet you. Thanks. So... There are no pages. Just going to ask you to improv a scenario. Improv? Yeah, I'll talk you through it. Which accent did you want? Doesn't matter. Tia, you'll be standing in for Elizabeth. Cool, okay. And Stephen, if you could just take your spot there. Sure. Tia, 
You walk over to that box and stand on top of it. Steve, you'll be watching her every move. It'll just be easier if we shoot while the two of you follow my direction. Camera ready. Uh, Tia, just go back to that starting spot. Steve, the camera will be on you for this whole thing. Got it. And action. Tia, start walking toward the box. Steve, you're looking at her with a mix of admiration and empathy. That's right. You're really sad because she's really sad. Now she's at the top step, Tia. This is a tremendous moment. You feel that you have to do something. You want to say something, but she doesn't understand your language. Good, Steve, good. The emotion is building in you. She's just standing there. What can you do to show her how much you value her service and how sad you feel for her? Suddenly, you know what to do. You go directly to her. Go, Steve, that's right. Now, drop to your knees. Drop to your knees. Good, good. And kiss her feet. What? What? Keep rolling. Kiss her feet. Do it. Good. Now stand. Go back to your position and feel confident that your sovereign knows that you are a loyal subject. Good. You can't believe you just did that. Nice touch, Steve. And cut. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, you're welcome. We'll be contacting agents next week. If you get the part, you'll need to get immunized. Will that be a problem? No, I don't think so. And your passport is up to date? Uh, yeah. Good. Tia will see you out. Tia, you can bring in the next one. Okay. We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello? Hello? Please, come in, Mr. Talbot. Are you sure? Yes, I could use a break. Just a token. Very thoughtful. Were you at the funeral? No, I didn't think it would be appropriate. You would have enjoyed it. Enjoyed it? We remember our loved ones by celebrating in public and mourning in private. That sounds wonderful. Please sit. Thank you. Would you like something to eat? There is more than enough Maharagwe. It is a kind offer, but I am only here for a few minutes. I see. You did the cooking for the guests? It is better to remain occupied in times such as this. You are an admirable woman. You want to know if I will still cook for the princess. 
I wouldn't dream of bringing up business matters at such a time. But the royal couple will be here in just over a week, and we didn't approach anyone else. Why not? We have a signed agreement with you. You should not put so much stock into that signature. And perpetuate the unfortunate history between the English and Africa? No. Times are changing, Mrs. Nianjiru. That contract is not valid, Mr. Talbot. That is true. So you know. The delay does nullify it, but we're overlooking that technicality. It was only fair to allow you a time of mourning. The ball is entirely in your court. It has never been this way for me. I am sorry for that. Is there enough time for all the training? I feel confident that you could manage it in the time we have left. And you will reduce the fee, of course. No. The amount we agreed upon stands. Are you really such a good man? I try to be. I wish more English people were like you. There are more of us than you think. Will you tell them to speak up? Every chance I get. I will do it. You will? I honour my contracts. Thank you so much. I can't tell you what a relief. Once you meet their royal highnesses, I am sure that you will be charmed by them. It is not my place to be charmed by them. It is my place to serve them. As long as you feel that you won't let the unpleasantness from the past get in the way. I will do my job. I believe that you will. Here is an updated itinerary for you and Faith. My driver will take you to the lodge on Monday afternoon. Montague. Yes. I understand that he drove you and Faith to the hospital. It was very kind of him. Uh, I must help my daughter clean up. Yes, it sounds like she could use a hand. Thank you for allowing her to come with me. Well, I'm sure that the two of you will want to spend as much time together as you can for the next while. Yes, that is true. Oh dear. She will be much more careful at the lodge. Yes, well, good day. Good day. And again, my sincerest condolences. Thank you, Mr. Talbot. Comportment lessons begin after your fittings on Monday. Yes. Can't have us swinging from the trees. Hi, it's Tuesday. Where's your Hello magazine? Didn't get one. What? I'm just not interested these days. Why not? Don't believe in fairy tales anymore, I guess. Does this have anything to do with the Kenya episode? Did you read it? Last night. What did you think? Colonialism at its finest. I knew about the foot-kissing scene from the audition, but wow. Just wow. Yeah, very disappointing. All those years dressing up like princesses and waking up early for the royal wedding. This would be the perfect time to work on your Neary script. I do my best writing when I'm worked up. You're a writer? I feel like I have to be. I'm not seeing myself represented enough on screen. Are you kidding? (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) What are you writing about? Promise you won't tell anyone. Promise? 
It's a series set during the passing of the gross indecency laws. Did you know that they only applied to men? No. When was this? 1885. Queen Victoria thought that lesbians were a myth. Get out! (laughs) So, while gay men were doing hard labour for their crimes, certain women were setting up house together. That's awesome! It's what's keeping me going. I'd love to read whatever you've got so far. It's all up here for the time being. How's your script coming along? I'm rewriting it. Gilder's script inspired me to go in another direction. Intriguing. Do you have anything else for me today? No, remarkably. Can I go early? I'd say you earned it. Come to think of it, so have I. Great. Why don't we go for a drink? My treat. Oh, thanks, but I can't. Look, I wasn't coming on to you. I know. Because you know I'm in a relationship. I met her, remember? Oh, yeah. Another time? Sounds good. Tia? What? Do you have a date? Just drinks. Where would you find time to meet anyone? I helped casting, remember? Oh, an actor, really. He's already kissed me. Faith? Now? Yes, as soon as she places her fork on the plate. All right, sorry. It's why we practice. I'll go again. Ready? Yes, Mr. Tarbot. From the left. Kamai! Sorry. All right. Come on out. I'm so sorry, Mr. Tarbot. Remember, serve the right, remove from the left. Ah, yes, that's helpful. Thank you. Now, let's have a look at that curtsy again. You're not being knighted. Let me show you. Place your right foot behind your left leg and bend your left knee and finish with a slight nod of the head. Give it a try. Well done. Thank you. I expected to see your mother today. She had to settle some of my father's affairs. I had hoped that she would get familiar with the kitchen. Don't worry. My mother can cook on any stove. I'll show her how to katsi when I get home. You have a room here. Mr. Mwangi will be driving me home tonight and pick us both up in the morning and we will move into our rooms. My stomach is in knots right now. She will catch up, I promise. It's so important that things go well. They will. Please, take a seat, your royal highness. Oh, I'm not to be addressed... Your highness? Oh, I see. Good. We'll give it one more try and call it a day. And I'll remember, serve from the right and remove from the left. Well done. Do you think you'll stay here? It's tempting. London's a great city. Ugh, I love it. Have you ever been to Canada? No, I've been to the States, though. My best mate was doing a show on Broadway. Love New York. Came at the end of the run. We hired a car. You were so close to Toronto. We thought about going there, but 
we decided to do a Rocky instead. Do a what? A Rocky. In Philadelphia. The Museum of Art. <laughs> oh, you mean Rocky Balboa when he ran up the steps? Yeah. That's a thing? Well, we weren't the only ones. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's a great movie. I'm sorry. Here I thought Canadians were so polite. Not polite. Apologetic. Oh, go on then. I'm sorry for laughing. Thank you. Uh, Philadelphia's not so far from Toronto. You should try it. I had been thinking of going to the Grand Canyon. I want to do that as well. Will you do a Thelma and Louise? So very cold. But I'm cute, right? <laughs> that was nice. A sight better than kissing your feet. I was as surprised as you were. I could tell. Do you think it really happened that way? Well, the writer wouldn't fabricate something like that, would he? I should look it up. Nothing to be done about it now. I warned all the other guys after you. That was decent of you. One of them refused to audition. Patricia didn't bat an eye, just told him she understood and marked him down as unavailable. Good on her. I feel like I'm supposed to say something about it before we go to camera. To... The writer. You think you can get Morris Gilder to do rewrites? Someone should. Oh yeah? Go to his mansion in Ascot with your suggestions? I'm sure he'd welcome you with open arms. Like I have anything resembling free time. Just as well then. Yeah. Well, a book to film. Congratulations! What is it? Untitled American spy drama. I play a secret service agent. Mmm, let's hear your accent. This way, Mr. President. Your car is waiting. It's like you're from the Midwest. Thanks. When do you shoot? In about two weeks. It's a bigger part, so my agent took me out of the running for your show. Would you have done it otherwise? Free trip to Africa. There's that. Might have taken the opportunity to find my roots. But you already know yours, yeah? Sure. Am I boring, yeah? What? No. You were thinking about the Kenya script again. I was wondering how far Ascot is. <laughs> All right now. Steady on. It was your idea. It was most definitely not. I should have thought of it myself. Tia... Don't do anything crazy. Define crazy. Look, you're an unpaid intern. Just keep your head down. All right. All right. You're not going to let it go, are you? Sure. Tia. <laughs> Mrs. Nianjiro. Mr. Talbot? I believe there was an apron. One of the maids is ironing it. Ah, oh, yes. Everything has to be just so. We have had several drills on how to line up when they arrive. Good. Yes. May I see it? What? Oh. Very good. It is not difficult. One less thing to worry about. Everything is in place. 
except for the wild creature on the loose in the gardens. Wild creature? Ah, Montague. The rose is washed and the tank is filled with petrol. Very good. Hello, Mr. Tarwood. Faith. Mr. Mwangi. Miss Nianjuro. Will they be here soon? More well-wishers than expected along the road. I have been listening on the wireless. I cannot wait to see them in person. Your enthusiasm is just the thing. Excuse me, I will see if my apron is ready. Yes, good. I will check the grounds one last time. They caught the mongoose. Thank heavens. That thing was terrifying. How are you? Happy to be here. It is so sad at home without him. You are bearing up quite well, as is your mother. What choice do we have? She said some disturbing things the day we went to the hospital. What things? About taking down the English. She always talks about that. I find it worrisome. You think that my mother would harm the princess? She sounded like she wanted to. She probably doesn't even remember what she said. I hope that you are right. You haven't said anything about my uniform. It's nicer than any dress I own. It is lovely. Will you be able to keep it? No, I asked. Shame. Will we be able to go for another drive soon? Not while the royal couple is here. I am at the ready should anything happen to their regular driver. I could slip something into his food if you like. Don't even joke about that, Faith. <laughs> you are so serious when Mr. Tarbot is around. I could get a promotion when this is all over. You would move to England? Maybe. Oh. But not right away. Good. You could get a seamstress to make a similar dress for you. What a wonderful idea. They are moments away. Positions everyone. I will fetch Mrs. Nyanjuru. See you out there. Splendid. That was part two of Serving Elizabeth by Marcia Johnson. Part three is available now on Play Me. Serving Elizabeth was written by Marcia Johnson. This audio version was directed by Marcel Stewart. It featured Vigilia Griffith, Marcia Johnson, Jeffrey Pounsett, Amanda Lisman, and Cameron Grant, with guest appearances by Leah Simone Bowman and Raoul Benesia. Serving Elizabeth was written while the playwright was a member of the Playwrights Unit at the Thousand Islands Playhouse and then received additional development in partnership with Western Canada Theatre. The play received a rolling world premiere between these two companies in 2020 and 2021. It was also produced at the Stratford Festival in 2021. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can connect with us by emailing playme at cbc.ca. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Play Me through Google or Apple Podcasts. 
By subscribing, you can listen to all our past shows and you won't miss a single one of our new episodes. And while you're there, we would love it if you would consider rating and reviewing us. It helps spread the word about our podcast, bringing theatre to a whole new audience. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. Our associate producer is Mary Chris Rivera. A special thanks to our CBC team. Anna Ashate is our digital producer, and our executive producer is Cecil Fernandez. The director of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani, and the executive director is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.